Welcome to How's Your ePresence on Business Radio X. ePresence manages social media for organizations and independent professionals that desire to enhance and strengthen their personal e-brands through online social media profiles. I'm Mark Galvin coming to you live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Welcome back for this month's version of How's Your E-Presence. We are thrilled you are here. What do we do here? Well, you know what? If you caught a previous show or two, you probably know this. But let's go ahead and recap. We are the place for professional social media. We talk about biz and social media. How can you use social media to grow your business, get an ROI, maybe get a job? All those things are the items that we love to talk about here on How's Your E-Presence. And uh, to answer these questions, we go through some data that we've collected over the last few weeks. What's new in social media? Um, LinkedIn's added a few things. We can talk about that today. And if you hear something you want to know more about, I have, uh, I've given up the iPad. I brought my laptop in today. So if you have a question, you can ping me right on uh, right on Twitter. I'm easy to find. And by the way, the first thing, I mean, here's the, the first uh, best practice I can share with you right out of the gate. Create your the same. Let me start that over again. Create the exact same handle for all of your social media accounts. You probably never thought about this. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, you have handles on all of those accounts. You should have the exact same handle for all of them. So on, on Twitter, you can find me at ePresenceMG. That's ePresenceM for Mark, G for Galvin. And if you, tw- if you send me a direct message, I'll bring that up right here in the show. I'll respond to your question. And I know we've got a few people out there that are good friends, so why don't you guys harass us? Send us a message and something that, uh, that we're talking about here, and we will bring that up right here now. If you send a message after the show, since a lot of you will listen to... You're going to listen to the show as a podcast. Still, ping me there, uh, and I'll, re- I'll answer those questions in the next show. Um, so... Here on ePresence, we also spend time with, with a guest, one who will give us real-life examples on how they use social media effectively to help their business or maybe to help your business uh, with some real-life social media needs. And this month, I am very excited to share that Mr. Chris LaFay has joined us. Chris, welcome. Thank you very much for having me. I do appreciate it. Well, I'm glad you're here. And you know what, Chris, you and I, we probably talk three or four hours a week and we don't have time for that do we no we don't not at all we both have businesses (laughs) to run and yet we still figure out how to make that work i don't know how yeah well it's fascinating because we have very complementary businesses what do you do so i run a company called classic city consulting have been running it since well it actually depends on how you define it but since 2013 and we build amazing web presences for local small medium-sized businesses and so we've been doing that since 2013 excuse me pardon me and uh we uh, also kind of partner up with a lot of people within our general area that kind of work outside of the web development realm Mm -hmm. and so we partner with people who are content writers photographers videographers people that are experts in their field to kind of help bring this nice well-rounded team to serve you as best as humanly possible well i i will tell you this i've I've been to your website many times and i think that the creativity 
that you guys uh, exemplify is on your website. So very cool website. Thank you. Very creative. Here's what I like about Chris, and this is an endorsement. He didn't pay me for this, I swear. <laughs> is is you are the guy that can do the back end. You can make sure the security features are there on yes. a website, right? We had a uh, we talked to someone who is or working with someone who had a had some malware attack on their exactly. website. Mm-hmm. You make sure all that security stuff is taken care of, but you also understand the creative side. Exactly. How do you figure that out? So we actually have on our team, we have kind of the gambit of people that can help run your website. So we have people from designers, developers, server IT guys, all that kind of hardware stuff that nobody really likes to think about. Boring. Exactly. (laughs) For me, I'm not that guy personally, and that's boring to me as well. So I'm really glad that we have people on our team that can handle that. But... We actually build a lot of stuff within WordPress, although we're not 100% defined in that area. And the people that work on our team are specialists within the various areas that they work within. And so we do have people that do that whole gambit. So we can kind of give you everything from A to Z. Um, And it makes it fun when you get to work with experts. It makes life easy and it gives you the best product out there. Yeah. And that's why you and I talk a lot. I am... I, I, I talk to a lot of people who need help on social media. Mm-hmm. And in the hierarchy of, of, let's call it the online digital marketing world, yeah. websites first, email database, email blast second, and social media third. And they need to all complement each other. So yes. as soon as someone says, hey, Mark, I need to have a better, more robust existence online, the first question is, well, let's look at your website. Exactly. And actually, really what it looks like, I wish we were visual here, but... Your website is kind of like a spoke at like the spokes within the wheels. So your website is that center point where all these spokes come into. So all of the other aspects of your online presence, such as social media, email blast, even stuff that's in the, in the real world, like print materials and stuff like that, even though it's not as used as much as, as it has been in the past. Right. Your website is where everything comes back to. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. don't have a solid base, you know, that middle of all those spokes that come out then you're almost kind of wasting your effort on all these various different things. And you need those folks to be active, right? Oh, you definitely do. Yes. That impacts search engine optimization. It, it, mm-hmm. Does it push? How does? Explain that to me. How does Google know or why do they care that people are, are hitting my site? And how does that impact the search results of my site? So that's probably about a two-hour-long conversation in and of itself. But <laughs> the, the basics of it is Google has this humongous algorithm. And let's take like a pie and divide it up into a 1,000 different slices. If you're doing all 1,000 of those things, then you're going to grow in the ranks of Google pretty quickly. But a couple of kind of the hot spots I like to touch on is really Google wants to give its per- the person that's searching the most in most in-depth and most correct result possible relative to what they type in right so they try to determine how authoritative your business is or your personal company page or your personal page or whatever it is that you run on the web they try to determine how authoritative you are and so they do that in a few ways and i'm not going to hit on all of them right but streamlining the content on your site to actually hit on the types of keywords that you think that people are going to be searching on Google for. So for us, web design. Sure. That's a big word that we try to push on every single page of our website. Yeah, we struggle with that at ePresence. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah. How, how do we describe ourselves on uh, on our website so that people can find us? Because, all right, here we are. We are personal social media managers. Now, 
that means we'll also manage everybody in the executive team on a company or everybody right, downstream yeah. in the business development side. So it's, it's personal in that we, we manage those individuals to help them optimize mm -hmm. their presence. Yeah. There is no real top of mind word where I can say, if I search this word, this is what I get. We call ourselves e-publicists. So we're, we're mm -hmm. pushing that as a hashtag on all our posts. Exactly. E-publicists, yeah. because we think that's eventually going to be the description. When one day, when you guys, everybody in the room, when you, when you hear e-publicists in the future, you're going to think, oh, yeah, Galvin started that. Right, at least exactly. I want you to give me credit. Oh, for yeah, that. of course. No, definitely. <laughs> you at least have me on that side. I, I will be oh, giving you credit God. for that. Yes. All right, great. But that is, that's a struggle that we think about. So what we do is we look at what other words are people searching. And so, you know, you can dig into a lot of data. And again, we could, we probably don't want to go over the cliff and talk about this the, the whole show. But you got to figure out those search engine words that really do direct people to your site. But you need to be hit, you need to hit your site as often as possible from other referring sites. All this is affected by this humongous algorithm that <laughs> right. affects the thousand pieces of that pie yes. to drive these folks to the site. Yep, 100%. And so that's why like, people hate the idea of blogging. Like, it's, it's hard. You have to do it consistently. You have to write quality content. And that's where you kind of boil what you want to do down into just a couple of words. Right. And if you yeah, focus everything you write on those one or two words then whatever those one or two words are, over the course of time, Google's going to start liking you better relative to those couple of wait, words. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. I, so if I write a blog and it has some keywords in it, and that blog is four months old, that blog is kind of still active? Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely so. Every, every blog post that you write, as long as you don't delete it, which I highly recommend not doing, sure. is going to be out there. And what Google really wants to see is that you are actively maintaining and that you're actually like your business is actually alive. So think about it. You it's alive. It is. <laughs> but think about it. Think about it this way. You as a consumer, if you were going to go and look at a service business and they did have active updates to their site, mm -hmm. if they haven't updated their site in three years and there's a timestamp on there that mm, said yeah. May 2015, there's a chance that they're not in business anymore and their website's just sitting out there stagnant. Well, Google takes notice of that kind of stuff. Right, so you have right. to keep what you do up to date. So this is one of those things that we also talk about in LinkedIn profiles. Mm -hmm. If you have a LinkedIn profile that you have done nothing with for, oh, I don't know, a year or a year plus, and there are a mm -hmm. lot of people who haven't touched their LinkedIn oh, totally. profile in, in three, four years. Exactly. When users land on that profile, we, we do it naturally. Well, it looks like this is old. This person, this may not be a legitimate person or yeah. this is, you know, this is dated information. So mm -hmm. I, they discount it. And I, we talk about this constantly. If you have a dated profile on LinkedIn and somebody's comparing you as a competitor, right? You know, they're looking at your competitor and they're looking at you and your profile's old. Oh, yeah. Yours is new and and active and they're sharing great content. I call it social media gifts. They're gifting their their users, their followers with good quality information. Mm -hmm. They're probably going to get the reinforcement of your competitors, the place they ought to go for business. Now, you do something on LinkedIn. I think this is I think this is very brilliant. Oh, you God. you do something <laughs> where you are making sure that you interact with your your customers and potential clients yep. in a very personal way. Share what you're doing. Yeah. So what, and I haven't been doing this for too long. So if anybody that's listening goes and looks at my profile, you'll see like four or five examples of this, but it's been working really well. Um, 
what I do is I pinpoint a handful of people every month that I kind of want to highlight what they do. I try to take the spotlight off of myself because what I've noticed within LinkedIn and what content is shared, what's commented upon, liked, and all that kind of stuff is or are the posts that promote somebody else and not necessarily promote in terms of like a business way, really more of like a personal level, sharing Mm -hmm. stories about that person, how we got connected with each other, why we do business with each other, why we're friends in the real world. And actually telling that story through a LinkedIn status update. And for me, for my personal, uh, for my business, I get most of my leads from LinkedIn from second and third degree connections. So the more of these story type of posts that I've been posting, the more views they get, obviously. And the more second, right. third degree connections see my content. So it's promoting it a lot of good stuff. To me. It, it just does. makes sense. This is the on- co- online cocktail party philosophy yeah that if if you walk in a room and and i want to connect to the person on the other side of the ballroom so let's say there's a and we're in a twenty five thousand square foot ballroom this is sure. a, this mm-hmm. is a big deal event twenty five thousand square feet <laughs> and there are thousands of people in that ballroom well you know ballroom holds that size ballroom would probably hold about ten thousand people ish and i i want to reach somebody on the other side of the room i'm probably there's a good shot i'm not going to in that size space yeah but linkedin allows me to find that person and find out if I can do business. There's a here's a great example. I I think that our company can help people who are from other countries moving to this country to do business mm-hmm. because yeah. they are inherently they may not know how to communicate in American English. They may not yeah. they may not have that skill. So I I ran across someone online. They they were willing to connect with me. We had a phone call, and that all came from because. He was a guy sitting on the other side of the ballroom, but he had, let's call it a light on his head. Oh, right. And yeah. that light is the color <laughs> I wanted to reach. And I was able to say, hey, I need to go talk to that guy. Mm-hmm. And he gave me some great information. That's what is cool about social media it is really we're is. able to connect with people that can help us, that may be clients, that may know someone who can who can potentially refer business to us. Yeah. It is a, it is a, a very, it's a very interesting thing. So... Um, here's here's how I know you. I met you through a a connector. There's a, a guy that's in my Rotary Club. Yes, mm-hmm. and he knows someone who works with you, Jessica. And Correct. Jessica yep. and I met, and we connected. And then you and I found out that there's a lot of symbiotic ways we can help each other. Mm-hmm. So networking is is really such an effective means. You can do this on your social media. Now you yep. said something else. I want to shift gears here a little bit because yeah, I it. think this is so important. You and I have talked about storytelling a lot. Yes, it's vital. (laughs) Why is it vital? So we live in this world that with social media, yes, as you just mentioned, we're all connected, right? We We can find some way to connect me to that person over in California or across the world. But it's all digital. And we don't get together as much as we used to. We don't see each other face-to-face as much Mm -hmm. as we used to. Um, I think that you and I have met maybe three or four times in person over the eight months that we've known each other. Every time I see you, I have to remember what you look like. Right, exactly. And so by telling telling stories online, you kind of get a glimpse into their personality. It's almost kind of like, for lack of better terminology, a written video almost. Right. Is you kind of kind of get to know a person better when you tell stories and the same thing works on social media and it works for your business as well on your website 
people want to work with people that think they like them. Mark likes me. I like Mark. We like doing business together. It's very easy. So with that being said, if you tell stories around what you do, how you do it, it allows people to grab in and connect a lot easier because they can kind of see themselves within that story or at least understand that story and where you're coming from. It's memorable. It is. It really is mm-hmm. memorable. Uh, there was, I, I'm a member of Brookhaven Rotary here in Atlanta, and a woman came over from the uh, from uh, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta to talk about um, human trafficking. And in her presentation, she wanted to, to talk about, really describe three segments of human trafficking. Mm-hmm. I can still tell you what those three segments are because she told a story about each of those segments. She just didn't say, hey, here's a guy, he's 13 and homeless. Right. Which, by the way, the three segments are, and I still remember it, and by the way, I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday, but I can <laughs> yeah. tell you the segments are a young man, 13 and homeless, a young lady, 14 and wanting to fit in, mm-hmm. and a man from, uh, um, it was a South American nation, 25 years old. I remember these three because she told a story. Yep. It's memorable. It helps engage us. And here's something else. Nobody else is doing it. Exactly. Nobody's telling stories and engaging people in a way that's personal and emotional. Uh, there's a there's a podcast. In fact, we have a guest in the studio today named Caleb, and Caleb worked on a podcast up in up in Nashville called Neighbors. They do this. They tell a story on that podcast, which is brilliant and engages the listener. We mm-hmm. need to take that. We need to understand that storytelling is a way to build relationships, and and I think this is important. It shares who you are. Oh, it really does. It's, it's genuine, and th- people mm-hmm. want to connect with people. Even though we may not see each other often, part of the reason that we enjoy hanging out and talking to each other is because there's always this anecdotal story. Say, Let me tell you about this thing that just <laughs> right? happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> and, it's, and it's fun and it's personality and, and it and it helps me to know here's another business owner that gets what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And so telling those stories is, is is so helpful. All right. So shifting into we gotta talk about video. Video yeah. is king, right? It is. Like video right now, especially on LinkedIn, is going absolutely crazy. Why is that? It's be, it's kind of the same idea as storytelling. People want to kind of people want to connect with you and know who you are and mm. know how you work because again the same thing the same thing applies there is that people like doing business with people they think like them. They're able to connect, and with, when yeah. you're able to see a video of a person, guy, girl, whatever, doing what they do and talking about what they do and what their passions are, then you kind of get that sense of connection with them, right? And a lot of the video that I've seen, um, specifically on LinkedIn, has mostly it's not really sell it's not, it's not selling their product. There's nobody out there, right? I'm sure I shouldn't say nobody, but the people that are successful in doing consistent video topic on LinkedIn is not they're not trying to sell their services. They're trying to promote other people. They're trying to tell stories about why they do what they do, how something that they learned the last week. It's more... I call that social media gifting. And by the way, gifting, you're, yeah. you're being gifted right now. We're, he's videoing the segment where we're talking about video. There we go. So Mike's doing that right now. So here we are. I like it. Good to see you, Mike. And I love the video. <laughs> I think this is awesome. It is one of those things where if you give away information, you're going to build trust. Exactly. I mm-hmm. met with someone today. She's a, she's a realtor, and she's trying to figure out how she can use... Um, how she can use social media to grow her audience and, as a result, attract people who are moving to Atlanta. Yeah. And 
and she understood this. She said, wait, so I, I see a new restaurant in Atlanta. Can I go and video get a video with the manager of that restaurant and say, hey, here's a brand new restaurant that you know makes Atlanta a great place to live. And hey, here's the new boardwalk that's in Decatur that is that I think that you would enjoy if you lived here. That's See, yeah. that's just brilliant. You it don't is. have to say, hey, and I'd like to sell you the house when you come here. It's inferred, but by you not saying that, I may yep. forget that you're actually just trying to grow trust because you yep. do build trust. You do. It's video is engaging. We have all our um, our attention span is only seven seconds now. Yeah. So officially, saddening. by the yeah. way, we lost everybody about uh, <laughs> about thirteen minutes ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the. Because attention spans are so are so short, it needs to be short video. So we're it talking does. thirty to forty five seconds. That's exactly. short. Yeah, it is. And I mean, there's people out there that produce you know thirty minute shows on there, and and they're watched, they're popular. But in order for somebody to be able to keep their attention for that long, you already have to have a solid following. You do. I yeah, don't. I don't point. recommend doing anything longer than a couple minutes if you're just getting started out. I haven't personally started out doing a lot of video on LinkedIn. That's We're going to that. You and I have talked about that. We're going to yeah, do a video exactly. together. And so um, starting off with one or two minute clips and like you said, giving something back. And that's what's going to trigger a lot of, you know, that social sharing mechanism. And for people in a lot of businesses, I assume it's going to be similar to mine. I get most of my information and connections from second and third degree people that want to do business with me. Right. And the more, stuff cool. you're, the more your stuff is seen the more chances you have to get in, in front of those types of people. It's huge. It's, it, is. it is. It's big. So there's some cool things that have come out on LinkedIn, and, and I'd love to, to highlight this. If you listen to last month's show, I think I brought this up. So if I'm repeating myself, just call my kids and, and remind them that I just repeat myself. <laughs> One of them is uh, business cards are going to go away. Yes, they will. It will happen. Now, you know, it's probably It'll not take gonna, a while. It's probably not going to be in my generation, right? Yeah. But LinkedIn's trying to help with that. If you're driving, don't do this. But pull out your your app on your phone. Pull out your phone, open up your LinkedIn app. And when you do, here's what you're going to see. On the search bar at the top of the app, yeah, yeah, Chris, you should do yep, this. Yep, I'm doing this right now. On your search bar, Caleb, you, you got your phone? You got your LinkedIn app? Come on, man. You got to be up and running <laughs> here. Mike, you pulling up your phone? He, he's, he's not listening to me. He always ignores me when I'm in the in the Come studio. Come on, man! I don't know what's up with that. Good grief! Jeez. So pull out your app, and by the way, that was all stalling tactics so you can so you could get your app in front of you. At the top of the screen is the search bar. Typically, it's not there. Hit the home button, and you'll see the search bar. On the right side of the search bar oh, are yeah, three little mm-hmm. three little squares and a little grayed X, and they they form a box. If you touch that. Your phone may say, hey, uh, do you want to give access to your camera? You know, LinkedIn's trying to ask, access your camera. Well, I, I would say let your phone give access to LinkedIn to your camera. And it's ready to scan. Now, that's great. So I can scan your code right here now. Well, here's the problem. We're already connected. Well, with that, oh, too. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, I jumped the gun a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Go with me here. You know. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, is where's your code? Well, it's at the top of the screen. You have scan on the left, and there's a tab on the right. You click that, and there's your code. So pretty amazing thing. So here's why this is so important. Also, let me interject one thing yeah, there. Please. I know on at least the Android, I don't have an iPhone because I'm apparently not that cool. Oh, geez, but dude. I know um, at the very bottom of the My Code section, there is a button that allows you to save it to your phone's gallery. Yeah. Hey, so, 
iPhones do. Hey, hey we iPhones can do, do it too. There we go. Look at that. <laughs> and so you can save that RFID. I'm sorry, not RFID. The QR code to your phone's gallery so that you don't actually have to have LinkedIn open all and the time. Great thing. You're in that ballroom, the 25,000 square foot ballroom. There's 10,000 people in the room. Mm-hmm. You yep. could use this and just simply pull it up and they can connect to you. So here's what happens. If you scan the barcode, it shows that person's profile. You still have to connect. Yeah. But it just makes it so much faster. Here's something excruciatingly important. Go to your profile, hit the little pencil at the top right-hand corner on your profile, and make sure you have the data on your profile that you want to share. Phone number mm-hmm. that's important that you want on your profile. Don't put your cell phone number on there. Put a business number on there. If you don't have a business number, go to Google Voice and get yes. a number to forward. Highly recommend that. Yeah, Your cell phone number is personal identification these days, so I just wouldn't put that on any of your social media. So uh, put, a, put a phone number on there. Put your email, your work mm-hmm. email, so people can find you there. And then how? what's your website, right? For you, yeah. website's huge. Oh, of course. Hello. Yeah, it's got to be up there. So, yeah, have that in there. And then you don't need a business card anymore. And here's what else is awesome. This is the coolest thing. It chronicles your connection. So I can yep. see in that ballroom, I connected to 20 people, and I can see everybody there. I don't have to yep. go foaming with that business card. I don't have to go looking for it later. Boom, yep. it's there. And, by the way, these days you can connect that to your CRM and dump that into your CRM if that's important to you. Exactly. So, so you can keep track of leads and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's so really cool. It's fantastic. So that's the that's one thing. The next thing is you can do voice clips now in the messaging tool there on LinkedIn. So if you touch I the messaging I didn't know about up, that. That's really is, interesting. I didn't know. Not everybody has this yet. Oh, uh, okay. They were rolling it out to, to users slowly. So if you hit the... The, the little call-out button on your app, and, you, and yeah. you start writing a message to someone, you'll see that there is, at the bottom of the page, a, a an option for a little recorder. Oh, there it is. Yeah. And, yeah. And you nice. Can, you can send a message. Now, why is this important? It's this. If I send you a text message and I'm mad at you, which will never happen, if I <laughs> ever get angry, right, I could send you a text message and I could say, call me ASAP. Right? Exactly. But yep. I could also say... Call call me when you have a second, or call yep. me as soon as you can, or I could say call me ASAP. It's of the messaging completely yeah, different things. It's the voice can change, so you could use your voice uh, to say to share a message with someone versus trying to uh, type it out and they could and they could uh, contrive it, it however yeah. they want to in there. That's the problem with email, right? You it is. write this nice email and then the guy doesn't respond to you for two days because they think you're ticked off with them. So right. yeah, you know, by doing it in voice. Just, you can have the inflections. It's kind of, you know, there's like adding a, emojis to yeah, messages. There's, there's a word that often comes up on my text, uh, my texting that, uh, in my messaging that is, it can be misleading. It's the word sure. Oh, yeah. That's, that totally can go about 10,000 different ways <laughs> when you just put the word sure. Sure. So, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, uh, hey, Chris, would you, will you, will you uh, meet me for lunch on Tuesday? Sure. Sure. Sounds so exhilarating. It it does, <laughs> but it could be sure. I'd love to, right? But just you're so busy. I get sure. So that quick little message, voice message, can can be a, a fast way to to take the same amount of time, but to say something in a little more interesting way. I think so, that's part of the reason why emojis kind of went kind of through the roof in popularity so quickly is you can get your emotion not submitted written out very easily fast yeah. without having to you know without your message getting contrived the wrong way and it's so and it's, yeah, and it's personal mm-hmm. it's it, it it helps break down barriers i absolutely agree 
So we are, uh, we've got three minutes. What have we not talked about? Is there anything that we should hit? I know what is it, it is. How do people find you? How do people find me? Yeah, where are you out there? <clears throat> so I am at ClassicCity.com. Um, so that is our business website. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn. My name is Chris LaFay. Um, that's L-A-F-A-Y. Um, you can also connect with me on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter nearly as much. Um, that is Chris J. LaFay. I did not take Mark's advice. and <laughs> we're, get. We're going to change that. Uh, I know, right, exactly. I don't think Chris LaFay is available on Twitter. I think that was my problem. Really? Yeah, I have a unique last name, but I'm pretty sure that username on Twitter was taken. Wow. Makes Chris, sense, right? Chris is unique. Chris LaFay, is so I'm not unique. So, uh, you know, yeah. I'm not so sure about LaFay. I've never I hear met that a, all the time. I've never met another <laughs> LaFay. If you're a LaFay, I'd love to meet you. Um, so, yeah, that's how you can connect with me. Well, good. Uh, that is... Uh, I, I really want to to highlight this. There is a reason that Chris is here, and it's because of the work that you do on websites is phenomenal. Thank you. So if if any one of you out there are looking for someone, you need someone on a, on a you need a bid. Make sure you include Classic City Consulting for uh, for your next web uh, redo, web redesign. Maybe you need your website salvaged mm-hmm. because it's been attacked and, and you've got it on a server that did a very poor job of, <laughs> of, of uh, protecting you. Chris's team is always, always protecting, uh, protecting his folks. So that's good stuff. Yep. Um, who am I? I, I got to tell you who I am. This is very important. I, I am Mark Galvin, uh, once again, Mark Galvin with ePresence. And a re- reminder, what we do is we help people out with their personal social media. You can find me Anywhere you want, just looking up ePresence MG, ePresence M for Mark, G for Galvin. I almost say G for George almost every month, by the oh, way. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Don't it's, even know your last my name. My last name is not George. No, no, just, it is not. Just in case you were wondering. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate that. Uh, and my company is ePresence, and we have a unique URL. We're ePresence.me. Very You're talking unique. about buying URLs. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, ePresence.com regrettably wasn't available, but I like ePresence.me because it's all about you. It's exactly. personal. It is. So it's ePresence. It works out well. Yep, .me. It's part of our good branding. And you can find us all over social media for our company is ePresenceME, just like ePresenceMG. We're always sharing tips on, on how to better harness your per, uh, professional social media. Uh, so please check that out. Uh, thank you again for joining us here today on How's Your E-Presence. Chris, thanks for coming by. Thanks it's, for having me. I, I appreciate it. love spending time with you. Don't forget, we broadcast live on the third Thursday of every month at 3 o'clock Eastern, or just remember the third Thursday at 3. But you can listen to any of our shows anytime, 24-7, by going to businessradiox.com and selecting the Gwinnett Studio and then clicking on How's Your E-Present Show logo, or you can find our shows on iTunes. Also, hey, we've recently uh, launched a new version of this called How's Your E-Present's Pint Size Edition. We meet with business leaders, have a pint of beer. Yeah, hopefully by the end of the podcast, we're still talking with some sense. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> we talk a little social media. Um, so check that out. Also, I am the social media guru for Lens on Business. Uh, that's a business radio show that airs in Atlanta on WSB Radio 95.5 on Saturdays at 6. Uh, but don't forget, and oh, by the way, you can catch me on their SoundCloud channel. That's Lens, L-E-N-Z on business. But of course, we prefer for you to listen to our shows right here, H-E-R-E, here on Business Radio X. For more about ePresence, you can find us at ePresence.me. That's ePresence.me because it's all about you. 
And you can also find us on any social media platform using ePresenceMe. Until next time, and for my guests, Chris LaFay, I'm Mark Galvin, and this has been How's Your ePresence on Business Radio X.